0: Thank you for listening to the Love Your Bod Pod. Before we dive in, just my usual disclaimer that this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and does not substitute individual, professional, medical, or mental health advice. Welcome back. To the Love Your Bod Pod. So happy you're here, sweet friends. My name is Kara. I am a health coach. I'm at Kara's Kitchen on Instagram, Kara with a C, Kitchen with a K. Go hang out with me on Instagram if you are not. I'm always posting recipes and food freedom tips and I kind of micro blog over there. I post some lengthy captions, but it's all, in, it's all designed to help support you in healing your relationship with food in your body. And today we are chatting about our deepest fear, and it's a fear that comes up with my coaching clients. The the inspiration for today's podcast has come out of conversations I've had with my clients. It's a reoccurring theme because it's a reoccurring fear. And what's interesting, like I had mentioned last week on the pod, I always will see parallels. So I'm in a business mastermind group. Uh, I have a business coach and it's for female entrepreneurs and they will be dealing with a very similar fear or kind of like the same exact fear. Now, while the context for which the fear arises varies, obviously like the women in my business mastermind group aren't it's not about food freedom that they're dealing with. It's just about showing up in their business. And then for my women clients, the fear is around like, you know, food freedom and body acceptance and stuff like that. So, again, the the context for which the fear arises varies, but the underlying fear is the same, and so I want to talk about it today. Um, but before I do I want to read you a recent podcast review if you are enjoying this podcast if you've gotten a lot out of it would you pretty pretty please pretty pretty please go leave a ratings and review on iTunes that helps keep the podcast going it lets me know you're listening I love reading them it's like a virtual thank you note and if you do I just might read your review next so today's r- podcast Review is titled So Needed and it is by TCC6N and it says, Kara is helping me so much as I work to heal my disordered relationship with food and my body. She has great guests and covers an array of relevant topics related to body positivity. I'm so grateful for this podcast. So thank you TCC6N for that review. I love knowing that this podcast is helping you. Like this podcast is such an expression of my my deepest conviction (laughs) like it's such an expression of me my heart my soul what I believe and to know that it's helping you and that you're grateful for this podcast is an incredible feeling and thank you thank you for listening thank you for leaving a review and thank you for giving me this opportunity to to be here to do what I'm doing uh you know, to be this expressed, like, oh my God, I don't think I ever, like, the version of Kara, oh my gosh, she was struggling with her eating disorder, who was afraid of women, oh gosh, I'm gonna have to have a podcast about the sisterhood wound and wound, sisterhood wound and comparison trap, like, oh, I was so insecure, and like, that version of Kara, she would never talk like this, like, so openly sharing herself, like, swearing, and going against the status quo like there's just no way who I was years ago when I was struggling with my disordered relationship with food that like I could I'm just a new version of me is essentially what I'm saying like yes I'm still Kara but like I'm next level Kara I'm new version of Kara and I'm just so grateful that, like, I'm here doing this podcast thing, doing this health coaching thing, Um, and thank you for being a part of it. Like, I freaking love you all. I know I tell you all the time, and you're probably like, this girl doesn't even know me. It's so weird. She's always saying I love you. Oh, my God. It's so weird. But um, I do. I really do. (laughs) So, okay. Today's podcast, like I said, was born out of conversations I've had with my clients, and I've also witnessed it occur within, like, my business My business sisters, you know. So I want to, I was talking to a client last week and I was sharing with her, um, I was addressing a fear that she had. And my response, my coaching around the fear that she was dealing with reminded her of this this quote from the movie Coach Carter. And I went, she sent me a a, a YouTube video of the quote from Coach Carter. And it turns out, I recognize the quote. And it turns out that it's actually from Marianne Williamson. And Marianne Williamson is a spiritual teacher and author. And I have been following her work for a while. I really love Marianne Williamson. Uh, She's running for president too, which is really cool. You know, rise, sister, rise, go Marianne. Uh, So I wanted to read you the quote. And then we're just going to kind of like dive into the podcast topic today. So the quote says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. Everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. (sighs) Isn't that a great quote? Wow, love it. So, we are afraid of shifting, of changing, of speaking our truth, or speaking what's on our mind of rising above because the people around us have not. We are afraid to be the change we want to see because because others aren't being the change too. We are afraid that people will judge us, make fun of us, that we won't be accepted, right? And I know that the fear of judgment from others is a very real potent fear, Right? it's real and I have really come to believe that like eating disorders are people pleasing problems to a very large extent we want people to like us we want people to think positively and think highly of us we want people to not have negative judgments about our body right and our food and all the things and I want you to know that I love you because I think this next a little bit might be a a little bit of a hard truth, but it's some realness for you about judgments. And that is that the degree to which we fear judgment from others is correlated to the degree in which we are judging ourselves. So your fear of others, your fear of judgment from others, is actually a mirror reflecting back to you what you have not accepted within yourself A reflection of what you have not yet owned or given yourself permission to do or be. This is why when you stop judging yourself and you learn to accept who you are, you are not only less judgmental of others, but you care less about people's judgments of you because you are at acceptance. Like, oh, you don't like this part of me? Well, I accept this part, so your judgment is your problem. Bye. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like when people judge me or like like send me – I will get DMs from people who disagree with me sometimes. And I will – I honor people's opinions, right? And I honor people's different perspectives because I understand we all have different perspectives. But I don't take it personal that people disagree with me. Like I don't have a problem that they're judging me. Because I really not only like firmly believe in what I'm sharing and what I'm talking about, but I've like really, I've accepted myself, right? Like when people criticize me for cursing, I'm like, got it. I have no problem with the fact that I curse. I accept the fact that I like the F word and I got that you don't like it. So that's your problem. You know, bye. If you don't want to listen to me because I swear, like got it. I'm not going to stop swearing because I'm cool with this part of myself, <laughs> you know? So that's the really beautiful thing about acceptance when we get to this place it's so powerful because it liberates us it frees us in so many ways and this like getting over the fear of judgment from others so much of it is sourced from a place of acceptance and it's going to be woven into um food body soul to my 12 month container my new group coaching program uh so much of what the women are going to transform through that container is getting over the fear of judgment from others. It's a container to teach women to give less fucks. And like wouldn't it be awesome to just give less fucks? Like think about how freeing that would be, right? Like mm, if you could just care less about what other people think. Like I want you to know that as someone who used to literally like be an agonizing mental pain, like mental agony over what other people thought of me I was so afraid of what everyone thought and I was definitely a people pleaser to like be liberated from that to be free from that to like like I like I respect people and honor people and it's not that I like don't want people to like not like me but I just like I really don't care what people think about me and you know why it's because I really like who I am I really respect the person that I've become and that I'm becoming and I'm so excited to work with the women in food body soul because they're gonna leave that container with this same sense of acceptance that I have for food for their body and who they are as people and I'm so fucking excited how many times have I said the f-word in this podcast okay I'll, I'll calm it down and I'm just like on fire clearly it's Monday morning I just had a latte and, you know, I'm caffeinated, so I'm like, whew, full speed ahead. But okay, I'm so excited for your Food, Body, Soul. Oh my God, I'm not going to shut up about it until like September. So you're along for the ride, I guess. Um, all right, so I want to talk about some of the fears that, or objections or questions that I'll get from my clients where that quote from Marianne Williamson makes a lot of sense. So I'll hear things like, how can I stop trying to lose weight and work on body acceptance if people still judge others based on body size? Or I'll hear things like, how can I stop judging my personal worth on the same scale as my personal health and wellness efforts if our society still puts people who are, quote, being good or trying to be healthy as superior and on a pedestal, right? Like, we kind of praise people who, like, are, you know, drinking green juice and removing sugar from their lives in our society. Or how can I stop basing my worth on my appearance, If our society still largely bases a woman's worth on her appearance, right? Like how do I decide that my appearance isn't the main determinant of my value if a large part of our society still treats us that way or is trying to make us believe that that's where our real value lies, right? Or how can I eat those types of foods free from shame when the people in my life think that people like me, right? Like people of my size shouldn't eat those foods, and that I'm being bad if I do. right? Insert some of your fears in this area that you have. It's like we're afraid to change, afraid to shine, afraid to speak out, afraid to go against the grain. We are afraid to not reinforce the status quo, and that is a form of people-pleasing. And we're afraid that if we don't go against the status quo, that we're going to be judged, we're going to be ostracized, we're not going to be accepted or loved or safe, So we conform, we adhere to the rules of thinness, we adhere to diet and wellness culture, their expectations. And here's some hard truth, my friends. If we all gave in to those fears, nothing would ever change. Imagine if we never spoke out against slavery and how white people treat black people and people of color. We might still have slavery. Imagine if Susan B. Anthony didn't pioneer the women's suffrage movement we might still not be able to vote and go to work. So we have to be the change we want to see in the world for ourselves and for others also suffering within our appearance-focused and thin-obsessed world. We have to embody the change. We can't just say we want women to accept their bodies and not care about what other people think. And be free from the pressures to be thin if we aren't also truly believing and embodying them for ourselves. Now that doesn't mean that like there isn't a process to get to a place where you intellectually understand that. But then also embody it, right? Like that is a process and you could be actively working on it while you're still not 100% at acceptance. You can still be working towards that. But intellectually understanding it is not the same as like mentally and emotionally getting it. It's not the same as embodiment. So we can say that, right? Like we can say that we don't want women to care about what other people think or that they, you know, they should accept their bodies and feel good about themselves regardless of what they look like. Like we can say that. I think we probably would all agree on that. But if we still think that our own worth is in our weight and that our own worth is in what we look like or we're scared to gain weight, then it's not embodiment. It's not alignment, right? It's kind of like saying one thing and doing another. Intellectually understanding something is not the same as believing it on a soul level. It's not like really being like, that's my truth. So here's the beautiful thing. When you decide that you are going to rise above diet culture, that you are going to shine and to be free and to speak out, when you are going to accept yourself and your body and stop trying to change it and conform and shrink, you will then give all the people in your life and in our society permission to do the same. I think we can all agree that we're oppressed by the beauty and thin ideal in our society, right? We're oppressed by this need to eat perfectly. So you deciding to free yourself from it By you deciding to rise above it. By deciding that you're going to accept yourself and your body. You're going to stop trying to shrink. You give others permission to do the same. You liberate others. You teach women that like hey body acceptance is an option. I mean some of us don't even think that opting out of diet culture is an option. Like they don't even know it's an option to accept themselves to stop hating their bodies so when you decide that you're going to accept your body, you give the gift of body acceptance as a possibility, as an option, as something that's actually available to other women. And what a gift body acceptance would be, right? What a gift. Because oh. think about how much time you and the women in your life have spent hating your body, talking negatively about it, bonding over your collective body shame talking about your diet and what you're doing right now, like, oh, what are you doing? Think about how much time you've spent doing that and the women in your life have spent doing that, have complained about what they've looked like or thought that they're not good enough because of what they look like. And now imagine if we all had body acceptance. What a gift, what a gift, what a gift. Body shame is the most common source of shame for women in our society. And it's not an accident. Our society has absolutely intentionally created the obsession with female appearance. There is absolutely a historical political element here the book beauty the beauty myth dives into it deep and maybe I maybe having a podcast about the historical evidence would be really powerful so maybe I'll think about doing that and this is going to be another kind of difficult pill to swallow so please know that it's coming from love and I love you and this whole like when I accept myself When I shine, I give others permission to shine. And when I liberate myself from my fear, I automatically liberate others. It also works in the other direction. So when you do not rise – When you choose to still live and adhere by the rules of thinness, when you still pander and acquiesce to the rules of needing to look a certain way and to eat perfectly, when you punish yourself with exercise, when you talk negatively about your body, when you believe that thin is better than fat, that intentional weight loss is a noble goal and pursuit that we should be pursuing, you not only are being oppressed yourself, but you are reinforcing the oppression for others. You turn yourself into an oppressor. Let that sink in. When you let the oppression rule your life and when you follow its rules, you're leading by example, right? Actions speak louder than words. You are telling others, even if it's indirectly, that they should be living an oppressed life too. By participating in the oppression, you become the oppressor. You embody the, impression, the oppression, Like the mother who read all of the magazines and believed in the oppressive lies of diet culture and adhered to the rules of thinness, talking about how fat she is and how she needs to get rid of her cellulite and yada, yada, yada. She is sending a powerful message to her daughters and to the other women in her life. She's oppressing her daughters by spreading the message, by letting it be her truth and the way she lives her life. The loving mother, whether she realizes it or not, is being her daughter's oppressor by not liberating herself by not rising above. So choose to rise above. Choose to liberate yourself. By doing so, you liberate others. What I am getting at here is that by me deciding that I am no longer going to determine my worth based on how well I am adhering to like the perfect eating standards in our society, I give you permission to do the same, right? By me telling you that it's okay to eat cake that I eat cake and I'm cool with it, I give you permission to eat cake and be cool with it. By me deciding that I am no longer going to determine my worth based on my weight, that I'm going to value who I am, I give you permission to do the same. Right? By me deciding that I'm going to value who I am as a person over what I look like, I give you permission to value who you are as a person more than what you look like too. The only way the narratives in our society are going to change is if we start to change them within ourselves and then it liberates others. There's always a ripple effect and if you see something in me that you admire, that you aspire to, then it is available to you. You just have to give yourself permission to let it out, to let it shine, to be the change. In yoga, they say namaste. The light in me honors and sees the light in you. If you see light in me, it's because you have light within yourself. If this podcast is helping you make a difference by hearing the stories of these other women that I I interview and by hearing my story, it's available to you. The same food freedom and body acceptance is available within you. You just have to give yourself permission to, to lean into it, to trust it. You can see light in me because you have light within you. You can only recognize it because it's within you. You see and admire my body acceptance and my food freedom because it is available within you. You just have to give yourself permission just like I have given myself permission. So by deciding to rise above diet culture, to rise above the thin ideal and the beauty standard... To rise above the narratives that tell us if we aren't eating perfectly, we are doing something wrong. You give others permission to do the same, right? By you liberating yourself from your fears of weight gain, of eating certain types of foods, by transitioning into intuitive eating, your presence automatically liberates others, And of course, I'm not saying that you're not allowed to, you know, pursue health and wellness. You're allowed to care about those things, you know, like, don't get it twisted. That's cool and dandy. I enjoy those things. But I do not believe that I am morally superior to someone who doesn't enjoy green juice, right? So when you decide that you're not going to base your own worth on how well you're, like, adhering to, you know, the wellness standard or eating perfectly – you liberate others, then you're not going to judge others who aren't conforming to those standards or rules either. And I don't feel less worthy when I eat pizza and drink beer, nor do I feel more worthy or like a better human being when I drink green juice and go hiking. I really get that they both have value and they enrich my life in different ways. They're both valid choices offering up different benefits and different types of nourishment. So if we let the fear that others haven't risen up yet stop us from rising up, then change would never happen. The only way we are going to free women from body shame is if we liberate ourselves from it. We have to be the change. So my request is that you continue to cultivate self-acceptance. That you continue to break your food rules and toss them out the window I ask that you continue to value who you are as a person more than what you look like or that you continue to work in shifting that. I understand that if you're listening to this podcast, you might still feel like your worth is in what you look like and what you weigh. So my ask is that you continue to liberate yourself from that and that you choose to rise above diet culture, that you choose to continue to rise higher and higher above diet culture, because you then give permission to do the same. You give others permission to do the same. A huge part of the reason why you're listening to this podcast is because I've chosen to rise above diet culture and I've shared about it and I'm teaching you about it. And because I've risen, I've given you permission to rise too. So I'm asking that you rise for other people in your life one of the things i love about so many of my clients and you can read their testimonials on my website is like they become little anti-diet cheerleaders in their lives and they love um talking about why we waste so much time trying to lose weight and why we waste so much time micromanaging food and they go and spread this message to others because they're so passionate about it they believe in it for themselves and so they want to share it and they want to give other women the gifts that they've been given And it's a beautiful ripple effect. So we get to be the change. And in order for this to really change, we have to change within ourselves. We have to be the change. So please, my ask is that you continue to rise, that you choose to rise, regardless of whether or not the people around you have changed and have risen. Right? I imagine you hear so much diet talk at work or at school or within your family and friends. So my ask is that you continue to rise, that you continue to be the change. Okay, if you liked this podcast, if you got a lot out of it, please go leave a ratings and review on iTunes. Share it in your Instagram stories. That's like so cool when you do that. I love when you guys share the podcast episodes on IG stories. It's what helps it reach more people, right? So please do that so that we can help more women rise so that we can be the change. And I hope you got a lot out of this episode. I love you. Um, and I will see you guys all next week.